What's up, everybody? We have a special show for you. We've got two more shows before the start of NFL season. It, I mean, it's practically here. We got meaningful football this weekend. We've got all sorts of um, wins, personal wins for Davis, for Peter, for myself. Uh, Davis at the four spot. I'm at the five spot. And Pete's at the 12 spot. Stick around. It's going to be a good draft on today's Swolecast on RotoGrinders.com. Can you see the static from the Swolecast? I was like, yep, that's me. I just want you guys to know I'm total dust. <laughs> I'm the problem. Hear ye, hear ye. Leave it to the guy with the crypto dunes, Abby, to not understand content. <laughs> I should have known you getting 30 likes was directly written by someone else. <laughs> you know me. I don't do a, a ton of research before the show. I put no research into this. Don't know if it's true at all. You're on the right show. Do it, bro. Live a little. <laughs> live a little. Just live a little, guys. Welcome to the Swolecast. Um... I'm David Kitchen, Soccer Dave, two-time best ball flagship finalist, joined by Peter Oberzet, fellow flagship finalist, um, and also 15K subs for Peter. So, I mean, we did it. <laughs> we did it. And then also Davis Matic, and I don't want to shortchange Davis. He may not have made a flagship final yet. But I feel like he's on his way because people have been tagging me in his streams. And it's it's basically people saying, like, um, Davis is starting to live a little. And uh, for that... I, I, I am, David, because I've gotten to the point yeah. to where I get on the clock in about the 12th round. And I'm just like, you know what? You can't make me take DJ Shark. You can try, but I'm not taking DJ Shark. I'm not taking hurt, by the way. Jamal Williams. He, yeah, I mean, he hurt cares? his hammy today. I care because I have plenty of DJ Shark. Yeah, I just and also I just have you know I've drafted 500 drafts by the book. It's time. Yeah. It's time to live a little. Yeah, wow. uh, Davis. We were talking before the show. You want to tell people how many drafts? Slow so drafts. Basically, the puppy three got about 88 percent full, and I was like, yeah. you know what? You only live once. I'm going to be miserable for the next two weeks, next 14 days drafting anyways. I might as well just really make the most of this misery. So I max slow entered the puppy. I've got, I've got, I'm on the clock in, um, I'm, I'm in about 120 slow puppies, some slows on DraftKings, some slows on drafters. Um, how many on, how many right now are waiting for you to make your pick in their slow league drafts? On underdog, zero. On DraftKings, zero. I make those picks as soon as I get the notification. Um, on drafters, if you're in a drafters with me, I'm probably on the clock because I just do those once in the morning and once at night. Oh, boy. All right. Um, and then Peter? 15K yes, Dave. subs? Yeah. Are you feeling Very exciting. Right now? Do you like it's it's you you accomplish what you set out to accomplish. Like we might not be to 10k subs, but you have accomplished 15k subs in which we can celebrate. 
Yeah, I, I normally don't set uh, metric goals, but I did set out at the beginning of drafting season to get to 15K mm -hmm. subs, and yeah. uh, and we did it. And, you know, it might have required $1,500 of incentivizing people to comment and, you know, algo hack. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. uh, if if people are allowed to use threads to hack algos, I think I'm allowed to uh, money, incentivize people to subscribe. Money yeah. spent on boosting yourself in the algorithm is always money well spent, Peter. So yes, but thank you, Dave. It does feel good yeah. here. This is my 131st Best Ball Mania draft, so uh, less than 20 to go here. Uh, I'm starting to get a little nostalgic for hot Best Ball summer. It's it's coming to an end, Dave. Yeah, and then we have like home league. Like I've got my home league draft coming up this weekend. Um, it's typically the weekend before Labor Day, so um, we've got and other like the the rg whatever the rook slaffa whatever they call it um that draft is going to be next week so we got like actual home league drafts and it feels like wow like i had forgotten about like what home leagues were even were or like just what regular leagues even were and so a true a true best ball bro if i've ever seen one all right so david david's uh, gonna walk yeah. in david's gonna walk into his home league knowing all the players and then bob and nancy's team is gonna win for the third year in a row you hate to see it. I mean, yeah, Dude, that's so I saw I saw a hilarious tweet um, about someone saying that they do way better in industry leagues than with home leagues. Um, and it was it, but they used the phrase that because their league mates aren't drafting a bunch of teams right now, that they have more neuroplasticity. And our will, and I was just—I was thinking of all my my drunken home league buddies who are just like just absolutely living a little in their draft. To me, like, no, no, yeah. they're making those decisions because of their flexible neuroplasticity. <laughs> yeah, we are. I um, do. I mean, I do feel that though. The take mm -hmm. clock, like, I can't. Like Devin a chain right now is just like objectively an egregious pick at running back forty. But like, I see him, and I'm like. That's ten spots after he's been going all summer. I think I, I think I better quick him. Oh. And so, so now I'm getting a bunch of Devin a chain. Yeah, that's well, that's a hundred percent me going to be the on in the home league. Oh, I can't believe you're <laughs> passing up this guy um, at this ADP. He's been going in the eighties all summer. So it's uh, it's it's going to be hard to kind of put that to bed. I'm going to try my best though. Yeah, right, it is. Yeah, I was just going to say the difference is too, like to your point, Davis. So like a guy like a chain who still very much has a place in best ball mania portfolios, but in your home league where you're just like, I'm going to have to cut him for like fucking Josh Kelly after week yeah. two, you know, where it's that, that dynamic is definitely very different. Oh, I got so many bags of Josh Kelly and now Isaiah Spiller supposedly outplayed him in week two. Keaton, What about, what about, or not Keaton Mitchell? Elijah Keaton Mitchell? Oh, <laughs> who? I was Elijah saying Justice Hill. Elijah Dotson is going to end up mm. being like the spell back for the chargers. Or was I right? The first time was it Keaton Mitchell? No, he plays for Baltimore. Okay. It was Elijah Dotson. Cards on the table. Right. I am also doing a DraftKings draft right now because, Oh my yeah. gosh, David. <laughs> because what? I just, I'm never going to get there. I'm never going to get to where I want to go unless I start using my time like this. <laughs> no, Dave, that is not true at all. If Davis, you really wanted to get there, you would log in on desktop and not be drafting 120 slows on your mobile device. Do you think that Karain is going to catch himself, David? It's not going to happen like that. Karain is only going to be caught through blood, sweat, and tears.
I just want yeah. someone to roll back the tape to earlier this summer where Davis was bragging to me about all of his supplements and how good he's sleeping these days, no. dunking on me as the guy no. with a newborn who gets no sleep. And now Davis yeah. is like, I just draft all the time. And I, 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 don't, I, I don't sleep. I sleep like shit. My workouts are suffering. I'm like, I'm yeah. like dragging myself through cardio. I'm just like yeah. on the stairs, just hating every minute of it. Yeah. Imagine having a newborn or, you know, a kid or kids that go to school and you have to get up. Like there's like a, there's a, a definitive time that you have to get up to take care of those kids. Like that's, that's kind of uh, where I'm at right now. Like I can't sleep in until seven 30. It's going to, it's like six 15 or six 30. Now I wake up, Automatic I wake up at five 30 every day and just immediately start clicking just immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up at five 30 AM. I roll that's... over and I'm just immediately drafting. That's on Huberman's what not to do. Yeah, go, go get, go, Huberman says, go get some light exposure. First thing when you wake up and David says, start clicking. Yeah, he's got no, that I, I joke right a little bit. I give myself, I give myself 10 mm -hmm. minutes of grace in the morning. Yeah. I go and I let my dog out and I take my coffee out in the backyard and I sit with my dog for 10 minutes in the backyard yeah. before I start drafting. But then as soon as that's over, we're on the clock. Let's service our uh, audio listeners out there. Um, Davis has the four spot. I'm in the five spot right after him. And Pete is on the wheel on the 12 spot. People said, um, is Kitchen the only one that uses the term wheel? I think it's because it was used before like the best ball bros took over. I, I like, like it was that like term, the Kitchen. It was the old, it was the old school term. The old heads, uh, the magazine. I, well, heads, it's also you know, a little poker callback too, to the, yeah. to the straight, the wheel straight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Davis has C Mac. He went C Mac over Cooper Cup. Uh Jalen Waddle coming back, and then Calvin Ridley for uh, his third player. Uh, I, I've got Cooper. Go ahead, Davis. Well, I just I actually this is insane. Peter, I'm wondering if you feel the same way, but I get to like round 15, and there are wide receivers I'm like excited to take these days. So I feel a little bit better with a running back in the first three rounds than I did. I, is Michael I Wilson one of those receivers? Robert <laughs> Absolutely. Woods, those guys? Like, not Robert Woods. Not Robert Woods, but definitely Michael Wilson. Well, I was going to say, Davis, I agree with you. I also think there's running backs that look better to me now. Just we have more information across the yeah. board of picks yeah. that look a lot better, whereas, what, a month and a half ago, I'm like, any of these clicks. See, I, I think the running back sweet spot is like rounds 10, 11, and 12, where like I yeah. like clicking running backs there a lot now. Who are these late run running backs that you feel a lot better about now, Peter? Um, you know, one guy I've been drafting a decent amount is Ty Chandler, um, having an awesome preseason. I think it's one of the more like sneaky, ambiguous backfields. I think there's a lot of room for, for someone to kind of charge up and earn a lot of carries. And he's just every year he crushes the preseason. Um, he's an explosive player. So he's a guy that I've been drafting more, um, I'm really struggling with this Bengals situation. I think I'm about to capitulate and start drafting some Chris Evans here. Yeah, I've, I've capitulated really? on Chris Evans. I'm By still way, drafting Chase Brown. Yeah. Dave, this, this part of the draft we're about to pick in, this is the spot that makes me want to live a little the most because the 4-5 turn is where, like, dreams go to die. Like, it is – it like, after after yeah. ETN goes, every dude is the same to me. Like, uh, every, like for Hawkinson, Walker, Kirk, Deontay, now JSN's hurt. Like, it's just all – a freaking mess. Yeah, I'm looking at these guys that have fought, that have started to slip a little bit. Like Walker is one of those guys um, where he was like in the 40s a couple of months ago, and now 
he's uh mid fifties and you know, why not? Why not draft him? Uh, TJ Hawkinson, another guy now that um, uh, basically he has been usurped by Darren Waller as uh tight end three. And <clears throat> yeah, TJ Hawkinson, TJ Hawkinson, handshake meme, any two year old ear infections. Guy, right. guy, hasn't practiced, were... guy hasn't practiced in two weeks with an ear infection. What What's going on? I had an ear infection last uh, last spring, and they are they are no fun. I heard you like, got a pickleball injury, bud. Yeah, I did. I did. I um I'm at the age where I cannot play through injuries. That's just blame the, the sport bottom kitchen. Line. Blame the what's sport. That? Say you're a say you're nope. a picture of health. You you stretch before every match. That it's just this horrible sport that did this to you. No, I had a I had a pickleball injury. I had a nagging. Okay, so it started with like winning the tournament. And in order to win the pickleball tournament, I had to play 14 games and I hurt my back, which I could not walk for three days. It took a couple weeks for me to get back into pickleball and I went straight back into it. And then like I they say like like me and Joe Burrow, just elite athletes who him coming back to camp, me coming back into pickleball full speed. You got a little nagging calf injury and I just tried to stretch, play through it. And thank you, Sosa, for that. Uh, for that gift. <laughs> uh, I had to stretch and play through it and was playing on Friday, got talked into it third day in four days by my by my co-workers. And I it felt it pop. I felt my my calf pop. So I'm on uh, I'm on the pup list right now. And that's that's where we are uh, to recap my team. Cooper Cup, uh, Derek Henry. He paired him with in the fourth round with DeAndre Hopkins, just a couple alpha plays there, and then Debo Samuel and Kenneth Walker. I like it's not a bad start. And then Pete has uh, Amon Ra and Garrett Wilson. Not sure what's going on there. Uh, pairs him with Ramondre <laughs> and explain, Travis. Etienne. Explain like I'm five. Explain like I'm five. Pete's team for the audio listeners: Amon Ra, St. Brown, yeah. Garrett Wilson, Ramondre, Etienne, Christian Kirk, and J.K. Dobbins. Explain like I'm five. Garrett Wilson over Devonte Adams. Oh, because I think Garrett Wilson's going to outscore Devonta Adams. That one, that one is easy. I, I think a five-year-old will understand that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, see. I a five-year-old explanation. So yes. Yeah. Aren't you worried about the weather in Jets Browns in Week 17, dude? Uh -huh. The stadium is built right next to a lake. Davis. I mean, I guess I am. I am worried about Week 17. You know, you get Devonta Adams in the dome. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but no, I thought your question was about 17 weeks. Yeah, I mean, Ramondre all Stevenson. All the money's in week 17, people are saying. Ramondre Stevenson, um, you know, back good, end good, of the good slurp the dip pick, in my opinion. The third round. Is he is that really that big of a dip though? It's about five spots past where he was going. That's not a dip, Davis. That is not a dip. In the third round, in the third round, it is. I see he, I see Gibbs go over him quite he often. Is. Now. They they flipped now in ADP. Gibbs is uh, ahead yeah. of Ramondre. So that I, is a dip, David. I think, like, what was so funny about the Ramondre stuff, and you've heard, like, e ETR, who we know drives a lot of the ADP via their projections, they had assigned, like, a free agent running back usage to their projection on Ramondre, and they had him as, like, an early, mid, third-round value. That was, like, already fully baked into the market, the signing, and then, but now everyone's double-counting it now that he's back, even though it was already baking that in so i do think it is a it is a nice dip to grab on ramondre yeah but did you see zeke is uh playing more in the passing game 
report came out yesterday so you just well that's what he's good at he's the only skill he has left that's above average is Mm -hmm. pass blocking i like the conviction and i like also davis you starting to live a little because like i saw a team that liam drafted on the second day of best balls and it depressed me it was so good it was so good yeah and it was like you know, freaking Dalton Kincaid in the 130s, Tank Bigsby and Jalen Warren in the 150s. Dalton Kincaid in the 130s. That's it's 15 picks later than where he's going right now. Dude. Well, every pick, though, was like way better yeah. than where it should be. And so it's like the, you need... the winner. Let's be honest. The winner of Best Ball Mania 4 has already been drafted. I, I would so, say that with a high well, degree pure, of conviction. Pure mathematics, like 76% of the contest has already been drafted. I mean, regardless of, regardless of, I mean, obviously your logic is correct, but I'm just saying like a lot of the teams we're drafting right now, we are, we are just funding Paris Pat, basically. <laughs> well, we've always been doing that. We, <laughs> Pat, Pat using me as exit liquidity has still result this time. How are our times looking? So like mathematically, yes, the, the winner has been said, but I think what you're trying to say too, is we haven't had. I, I, actually, let me play devil's advocate, Davis. We haven't had any huge risers. Like We've had fundamentally, no... like you can't draft the guy because he's now a third round pick, and everyone had him in the field. Yeah, there, there's been no Daryl Henderson. Um, the year Tyreek was going in, like the tenth round, the, the Herzig year when Tyreek was going in the tenth round or whatever, or maybe even later because people thought he was going to be suspended. There's not one of those cases. They're all more like jsn and deontay johnson got steamed way up all of the deontay john or the jsn stuff's going the other way dalton kincaid good example um yeah i mean right now most of it is just market correction there's not been an obvious injury beneficiary of any of this stuff yeah all right let me ask you because i'm this is why we've been living a little in these last few rounds i mentioned like having lots of of josh kelly the guy that I've been drafting recently now a lot of, Kyron Williams. Like, so, yeah, what if I mean, he... that's the uh, mm. that's the mission that's the missionary. I drafted Brees Hall and Javante Williams, and I might need a guy to give me nine points in week two pick. I, it, it's fine. Well, it's just like Kyron Williams, and also uh, to that point, we talked about like Kelly, like now Isaiah Spiller, like these hot names last year, who no one's really talking about now. Kyron Williams, like Keontae Ingram, like these guys that we have, Pete, to your point, we have more of a definitive answer on like who the backups are now. Yeah. Yeah, Kyron's a guy I I need to start taking uh, a little bit more. Um, Are you guys taking Keontae Ingram? Are you just not waving the cards? Yeah. Yeah, I I like like Keontae I have tons of cards exposure this year. Like, yeah. I get it. It might be a bad offense, but like, yeah, it's they're so cheap. The backdoor stack that you can do, and I, I haven't done it with Ingram yet, but the fact that you can just go like Kyler, Michael Wilson, Trey McBride, and Keontae yeah, Ingram. It's, it's so good. It's it's uh, really nice. If Kyler, Kyler if Kyler's back in like week five, it's gonna it's like the advance rates are gonna be so funky this year if Kyler's back early. Yeah, I ton of Kyler. He was available in like one eighties last night on DK. Like, I mean, just as a QB three or even like a QB two, if you just go, I, I think I drafted one Mahomes Kyler team. Like, that's all you need. That's all you need. And then just count your money. Uh, check out the stream I did with Liam yesterday. If people want some interesting uh, video, Content. I felt like 
Yes. I feel like Liam was drafting scared. Wow. Wow. Liam yeah. drafting scared. I thought Liam was just that guy just shoots I know. From the hips. It's a life's a free roll at this point. Drafting I from know. the hot tub, getting thought well, leaders and, like kitchen on, and he's worried. And that's why that's why I told him that maybe because he's like, well, I'm playing with more money now. And I was like, well, maybe that is kind of changing your strategy. Cause every person I mentioned, he's like, it was kind of like the aren't you worried bit. Wow. You gotta move up to where they respect your raises. That's sort of the secret. <laughs> Yeah, where right. where your opponents have less neuroplasticity. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know if I was tagged in this tweet or not. Um, but Pete, can you just explain to users what happened? Because I have no clue. The only thing is, I saw something in the Swolecast, like someone mentioned in the channel mentioned it, and then on your tweet, you actually said that they were using phrases like live a little and uh we just don't know so yeah what happened so kid you're aware that there is this fine on you know i feel comfortable on my youtube channel you know i am over on the better collective airwaves am i allowed to talk about best ball pornographies over here well, you could just say what happened. Like you don't have to go into detail and say. Do you want me to explain uh, it know. to you like a five-year-old? A birds of the yeah, beast conversation. Birds of the beast. Huh? There was a man yeah. and a woman who loved each other very much. Did they? Did and they, they wanted to consummate that love in a birds and the bees way while drafting a best ball team and making a lot of hyper-specific references to things you and I have maybe said over the years. So. So it was like the entire length of a best ball draft. Exactly. 44 <laughs> minutes, uh, which is nice. I mean, sometimes those underdog so cardio club drafts can last, you know, 50, 55 minutes. They were, they hopped in a good one. I think if you asked me to come up, Oh shoot, I'm on the clock. Oh gosh. <laughs> Time out. Evan Ingram. <laughs> kitchen, <laughs> kitchen, you went to select the guy you were going to get timed out on. So you, why were you? Well, I was not, if I had to wait though, I would have selected someone else probably. I wouldn't have selected Ingram, anyways. Uh, well, I'm glad you didn't ask me to like close my eyes, um, and, and think about this. But like, this, if you asked me to come up with the most absurd thing that could ever possibly happen this offseason. With best ball season, I could never in a million years come up with like this. Like, it is just beyond absurd. Did you know the person? Has he been like in your streams? Like, do we do we know who he is? I don't know a lot about him other than the <laughs> few seconds that I saw. Um, he clearly watches the streams. We, I mean, we know that. We know that pretty definitively. Yeah. Um, we don't know much about him beyond that. I. I honestly would be open to an interview. Um, if you do want to come out of the woodwork, I would be interested in asking a few questions. <laughs> on on Lowell's, this could be a record uh, breaker for Lowell's if he came Exactly. Longer. All right. Um, All right. You're on the clock with, uh, with back yeah. to back picks right here. John Kelly took Dak from me. I was going to maybe stack him up with Brandon Cooks, but then I realized that John. And shout I'm out. I'm going to do Kelly. a lamb Dak stack. <laughs> he, he has fields and deck um i'm gonna take njoku with one of these little oppo correlation oh, kitchen, kitchen is pissed yep and then all right i'll draft i'll draft khalil herbert we're just gonna go full robust bro here 
fifth running back through 10 rounds. So my team now, five running backs from Andre Stevenson, Travis Etienne, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, Khalil Herbert, uh, only four wide receivers. That's a no-no. Amon Ross St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Christian Kirk, Brandon Cooks, and then tight end David Njoku. I feel like Herbert is a like pretty good value right there compared to where he has been going. Yeah, 13 picks past ADP. Looks like the clear lead back for the Bears. Did something happen with him? Normally, underdog drafters just don't let any buzzy running back fall through. No, if anything, there was a report that said that he is going to be the main guy out of the committee. Like he's maybe they used the word committee. I'm a little worried about my running backs on this team, Peter. Well, I'm worried about. um, I'm worried about your quarterbacks. You're worried about my quarterback. Oh, don't be worried about quarterbacks. Remember, I told you my plan. It's Kyler Murray. Michael Wilson. No, that's that's my plan. I we was the original the Kyler plan. Murphy. <laughs> we Kyler Murray guy. Plan. Shit. <laughs> no, I, I'm already good. I'm I'm good at quarterback. See, Davis, this is one thing, Dave, Davis. When I hear you talk about like your teams, and when I listen to the podcast, you talk strategy. I you love getting your stacks lined up early, early, yes, early, yeah. yes, yes. Is it because obviously you're getting the best quarterbacks uh, when you get the stacks early? Is it fear of getting so one? I do think out. Uh, one, it is definitely. I'm about to be on the clock, so I might I might not get all the way through this. But it, it don't is worry, I use my full twenty seconds. <laughs> it's it's partially. <laughs> I mean, one, it's partially that I just think your Derek Carr, Brock Purdy, Mac Jones teams are in the three week sprint they are pretty far behind the the mm-hmm. chiefs bills Bengals teams that do advance uh and then the other thing is that there's just nothing worse than getting to the end of a draft and being like oh i just have this uncorrelated nightmare uh, uh, like really like it's it is it, it is definitely fear-based in that sense of being like i just have this absolute mess of a team that i like i, I didn't get this correlation when isn't there an uncorrelated team last year that almost won the 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 underdog main event well it's 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 always been the case with that like if you just pick the best plays correlation doesn't matter uh right and then and in a contest of in a contest of this size you would actually maybe even say what what is it six hundred sixty thousand entries yeah like i i don't know like the a pretty perfect freaking team is going to exist on that many entries right so you like i obviously i think a correlated team is more likely to win because you are getting more upside cases in the same lineup but theoretically someone selecting the highest scoring quarterback the two highest scoring running backs the three best you know um value-based wide receivers like all that's possible yeah You're on the clock, Davis. I yeah. I feel like I missed the boat with this first round of uh, quarterbacks. Now I'm left scrambling. See, and that's and I just I hate that. Right when you have you have five picks left, and you're like, I got to figure out two quarterback stacks with these remaining five picks. The uh, Davis, I also heard you say that you've kind of ended up with a ton of pits just because you don't like a lot of the options. What is your what's your pits exposure in? He's my he is he is my most drafted tight end. No, I just I just looked at this earlier. Um, I got oh you're still drafting him though. It's not going to let me log in. I I I just looked at it today. I got twenty two percent, so about a thousand dollars of Kyle Pitts teams. Wow. 
It just like ever it's since like preseason, end, I have stopped drafting him. Here's, like, here's but I the will thing. hold on real quick. I Go will ahead. draft Dulcich like later on, just in case like there is something around. But like the opportunity cost for Pitts right now, there's just no it just seems like very No, the opportunity cost is low. Look at where I just yeah. took Kyle Pitts. Look, I just took him, I took him over. Quentin Johnston, James Cook, Elijah Moore, Michael Pittman, Cortland Sutton, and Zay Flowers. Like, sure, there's some opportunity cost, but to say that it is very high. He's is... not even playing, though. Like, at least Dallas Goddard is going to be on he's the a field little, for a he's high a little, powered He's a little offense. banged up. He's a little banged up right now. He's a little banged up, and I think he is Even if he is healthy, you've got the coach to worry about and all the shenanigans there. Like, you just don't know what I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable with this Kyle Pitts bet. I think it is. Okay. I, think, I think where he is going – and his potential range of outcomes, I think it is a perfectly cromulent bet <laughs> to be making. In the in the um, Swellcast chat on in the Deposit Kingdom, people said that maybe you and I have swapped bits because, like, on the show yesterday with Liam, I was telling him, like, no, you can't. Like, we can get this guy two rounds later. Like, trust me, we can get him. We don't have to draft him four rounds ahead in this weekly winners format. Um, so and you're you know, just Bullock, you're just perfect with with who whoever Bullock makes a good Bullock makes a good uh point in the chat which is that Martin Gale is taught in stats classes for a reason you don't win a Martin Gale by by ending the wager you you can only win a Martin Gale by continuing to wager David yeah well <laughs> I got an email from DraftKings today about responsible uh, gambling. So, <laughs> about deposit one of the, like point number one was don't chase your losses. Um, and I feel like this might be Dave. Nice. Are you high enough on the underdog uh, influencer scale to get the survey that they sent out yesterday? Probably not. I didn't get a survey. I don't think. No. Did you get it, Peter? I'm sure you did. Mm -mm. Oh, the underdog survey. Yeah. Yeah. I said the I number have. one thing, you know, the number one thing I asked for shorter clocks, five second, five second clock, just get drafts over with, just get well, me, and just give me in and out timing out people, especially late at yes. night when it seems like half the, half the, so the, this the is, I, I've talked to, I've talked to Rudman about this. They're not going to do this because your, your, you know, your, your average guy hates Entering a draft, forgetting the internet, coming back and see that he autoed his first five picks. They will capitulate eventually. I don't think so. I think it's Davis, is it true that range. underdog, you're in talks with underdog that they're interested in acquiring the star method from you and just kind of making that available to all drafters? Kind of all. I mean, parts? imagine if I could just press a button to do the star <laughs> method instead of having to manually do the star <laughs> method, it would be it would be rocket ships out here. <laughs> Oh, finally, um, finally, the Kenneth Gainwell, the Kenneth Gainwell, me having to just fight to the death to get Kenneth Gainwell in drafts is over. There was there was like three days where he was going in the 10th round. He, he it hasn't been the case on underdog, but on DraftKings, Rashad Penny has been drafted after Gainwell in a few of these drafts. He should be. Really? He should be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ga Gainwell yeah. is Gainwell is going to lead the Philadelphia Eagles in <laughs> now obviously if DeAndre Swift first game of the season does exactly what his running back coach asks and goes and runs up the middle and takes a big hit then I'm wrong I'm just going to be dead ass wrong and, and Swift is going to score 250 points or whatever but I just don't think DeAndre Swift has it in him to do that 
Hmm. All right, Davis on the clock here. Uh, recapping Davis's team, he's got C Mac, Waddle, R- Davis. Take your freaking time. I'm up now. Now I can't recap your team. I can I can recap my team. Just got to make my DraftKings pick real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my team. I've got uh, Trevor Lawrence and Tua at quarterback. My running back room is Christian McCaffrey, Brees Hall, Tank Bigsby, and Kenneth Gainwell. Wide receivers. Jalen Waddle, Calvin Ridley, Deontay Johnson, Rashad Bateman, and Rashi Rice. And I have Kyle Pitts paired with Luke Musgrave at tight end. Uh, I took Luke Musgrave 30 spots ahead of ADP, Dave. I did that for you, bud. Whoa. Wow. I love it. Was, was Musgrave like a correlation play, or you just like him that much? It's just the, it's just this dead. It's like, I'm not clicking Jaden Reed, dude. DJ Shark, not into it. So someone else. Why don't you him. like Jaden Reed, though? Because I like Luke Musgrave. He seemed uh, – I don't know if you saw, had like an 80-yard touchdown in practice yesterday. Did he? He's, yeah, he's like the guy. Fascinating. He stuff. is like the starting slot guy, explosive player. Um, all right. Uh, I've got uh, Cooper Cup, Derek Henry, Debo, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenneth Walker, George Kittle. Quentin Johnson, Rashad White at 92. I've been drafted. Try to get more exposure to Mr. White. Uh, and then Evan Ingram, who has the same buy as George Kittle and was auto pick. Bad, bad by me. Juju, Jarek McKinnon, and then Thielen and Mongo with today's news that DJ What are Shark we what are we doing, Dave? Do you, are you trying to get the dustiest wide receiver room on the site? Juju, Thielen, and Mingo. What are, what's happening? No, he's he's going to beat me. I'm still at four wide receivers here. Uh, yeah. I'm no longer worried about quarterback, but I am worried. I, Davis, I also, tell me some of those wide receivers you like, so I can start. I also it. realized <laughs> yeah. I just made. I just made. I just. I just made. I just did a no no, Peter. That's a no no. <laughs> I should have taken. I should have taken Jalen Hyatt when I was on the clock. I was not looking close enough. Mm, um, bad boy. Some of the, oh, some Peter of the, goes love and read. The the oh, yeah. late wide receivers, it's it's our it's our well our tall king Michael Wilson, then our short kings Tutu Atwell and Deontay Hardy are the mm. are the the backdoor fillers. Hardy is not that guy. Sorry, Dave. Hardy, David. If you had to guess, if you had to guess, where do you think Deontay Hardy ranks uh, highest paid players on the Bills offense? Just guess. Sixth, S- seventh. <laughs> i should have guessed way higher on that here's all i'll say is like if like the way for a backup bills receiver to get there is he's not a backup these... he's the starting slot wide receiver we'll see he's um, cole beasley like how often is the starting slot for the bills going to be playing when they've got Kim well that is a better that is a better slot. argument than he is not starting but if something happens to either gabe or stefan Diggs. It's not going to be Hardy who gets there. No, it'll be it'll be Trent Sherfield, but he is a zero. Right. He is a negative target earner, so I'm not worried about him. Boy, uh, picking. All right, I am in. I am in jail at wide receiver. I've 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 made some mistakes here. <laughs> This, this, you're gonna have to pick DJ Jones. <laughs> That's the comment part of no. it. Yes. No. Or I'm, about, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Li- Dave, you were just gonna. You're not even gonna believe yeah, how much Davis, I'm living. Musgrave over Mingo there. No, Musgrave over. Click. Musgrave over. 
Musgrave over Hyatt was the no was the inappropriate mm-hmm. pick. Mingo has a higher ADP than Hyatt. And Michael Wilson. Michael Mingo. Wilson is just Jonathan Mingo on the Cardinals. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. How much? How much am I going to live here? How much am I going to live here? Hey, um, Davis is on the clock right now. I really do not know who to select. Permanently, ten seconds, Davis. Five seconds. Four, three. Curtis Samuel. That, that was a little bit of that was a little bit of balancing my range because Rashid Shahid yeah. is my third most drafted wide receiver, and I heard Sean Siegel say on a podcast that he's interested in Curtis Samuel. So that's that's what we're doing there. I like it. Uh, shout out to um, a couple of guys. Number one, um, Alex Berg, twenty-two, mm-hmm. sent me a link to there is a national bobblehead hall of fame and the only reason i know this is because he sent me a link to this national bobblehead hall of fame and they just released their pickleball bobblehead and the name of the pickleball bobblehead is kitchen so i have ordered it and it will be here november of 2023 so uh shout out to berg in the chat um, and I forgot who the other guy I was going to thank, but um, who are these people who are drafting Deuce Vaughn in the fifteenth round I, on Underdog.com? He's been going so early. Did it's you incredible. see what Denny said? Uh, kind of. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's of a it's a it's a it's a very cute thought until you realize that Mike McCarthy and Brian Schottenheimer are the guys responsible for personnel decisions in Dallas. It's he trust me, I would. Said, he's basically said that Vaughn is going to ruin these pollard drafters mm. he said he said deuce vaughn deuce vaughn is going to be zeke level annoying for for Denny giving a take that ruins everyone else's fun is very on brand for him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tony pollard drafters can't have nice things deuce vaughn gonna ruin it got my got my jaguars correlation there with chuba hubbard didn't have to take didn't have to take uh dj shark or adam thielen didn't Ooh. have to debase myself by taking adam Maybe. thielen Daddy gets mm. Brock Purdy to pair with Debo and Kittle. Please don't refer to yourself as Daddy while drafting, especially after Best Ball Brunch. <laughs> That's what to say. <laughs> <laughs> Kitchen, what is what's gonna win out? Um, your what a Puritan you are and not watching yeah. the video or what a narcissist you are and wanting to see someone quote your lines on the big screen. Puritan will win out. <laughs> I have no, <laughs> like, I, I agree. You, I agree. I have no interest in watching this. Thing. I, I didn't like, watch I, it either, but I've just, uh, I was curious if kitchen, I'm fine to live. I'm fine to live vicariously through the deposit kingdom. Right. You seem to enjoy it. Like yes. I, I get the, uh, I get the idea. Like you telling me the idea and the phrases, like, that's all I need to know. Like, I don't need to know really anything else. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. All right. Um, Alex Berg, I take it back. Cause he drafts Kyler Murray. Um, couldn't get them both, in that round, but that's okay. And then let's take a look at the board. I'm going to go, I'm about to polarize these wide receiver picks I'm about to make here. Um, Just complete opposite ends of the spectrum. If you take, if you take the guy in my queue. If if you think you're getting Michael Wilson. Yeah. We're not friends anymore. Yeah. Come on. You've, you've sniped me like eight times this draft. 
Michael Wilson. Jacobs. I wish we, Jacobs, I wish we had the clip of so Davis good. just just Jacobs Michael Wilson ripping bit for us. me. Funniest funniest moment of of the off season. Devontae do it. Oh. <laughs> you thought I was kidding, Davis? I was always saying. I, I, mean, I my- almost, I almost just took him. I almost just took him at one seventy-two, just because I knew you wanted him. DeAndre I'm Swift sick. with no Michael Wilson bring back. Come on, I got. I had to get him for the Gainwell game. Yeah, Michael you got Wilson, the Gainwell. Gain- Michael Wilson Gainwell is this year's Ertz Algier. No, Michael saying. Wilson okay. Swift. As you are um, drafting, like your hundred fortieth, hundred fifth, you know, fiftieth team. Are yeah. you living a little in those first two rounds? Let's say you've got the third or fourth pick. Are you drafting like Davis, like Devonte Adams, to see how you compare him with the second and third? Oh, uh, I take I take Devonte Adams in the first round all the time. I know we've said like at the end. I'm talking about like when you have like the third or fourth round pick, like an obvious pick, and you're going outside. Hold of on, I got to make range. a DraftKings pick. Okay. <laughs> Someone, I mean, someone took Tutu ahead of me on DraftKings. I had no idea what to do. This is honestly like one of the better shows we've had as far as having conversations, servicing the audio yeah. listeners, talking strategy. And right when Kitchen's asking you a specific question, one sec, I got to make a DraftKings pick. It all yeah. comes from like that. Here's just the draft thing, Puka. What are you, what are, I don't, I don't, I did, actually, funnily enough, I did just take Puka because Tutu is gone. What are you specifically asking me? If I'm taking guys way ahead of ADP in the third and fourth round, no, no, no. I'm talking about, let's say you've got the 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 third overall pick, right? And it typically goes Jefferson Chase, and then you have your pick of Hill, Cup, or C-Mac, right? The, those are typically the guys in that range. Are you living a little and going like, no, AJ I'm Brown? Not, no, I'm, I, well, I'd never take AJ Brown, so I wouldn't do well, that. Okay, well, you get my point. Like someone <laughs> that you can like, someone that I, you can. The answer, with, the answer like, to your question, the answer yeah. to your question is that that's probably the worst spot to live a little because you are. That's what you think, up. but what if something happens to each one of those guys? Well, right. and you have Again, leverage David, if the, if over the, the if field. The end, if the end point of every conversation is we, we just, just don't know, don't then, know. that's the reason why nothing, we do it. Peter, nothing tell I Davis, say. Peter, tell Davis in your argument. flagship final. How you got there with Bime for? Tell him. I love that you're calling it the flagship final just to really make sure Davis can't be like, well, actually, I made the Pomeranian. Oh, actually, I, I, made the Pomeranian I made the puppy two in the Pomeranian three final last year. <laughs> flagship final. What? Do, wait, what do you want me to say to Davis? Kitchen, just tell me what you well, want me to say. Didn't you and Bime for draft Devontae Adams? Like, Yes, we reached for yeah. him early yeah big reach early and that's how you got there the irony is we did get him with unique pieces that was keenan allen and cd lamb were wide receivers who were going at the two three turn and then keenan and cd just had like perfectly mediocre okay (laughs) so two two atwell what are we (laughs) come on (laughs) short king summer's dead fuck (laughs) it's just if we are living in a world where people are taking two two atwell in the 17th round to tilt me what is literally the point of this exercise? Uh, well, Best Dog had to scoop up. He, he scooped. This is so funny. They get 30 picks of Matthew Stafford ADP value and then just completely undo it by reaching for 2-2 Atwell 30 picks out of ADP <laughs> to get that stack. David's going to take a stud. Should I take, uh, take Clyde or Tolera? I already have Jarek McKinnon. Or to, should I take Ty Chandler? Five Ty seconds. Tell pick. me. Ty Chandler. 
Titular. I got plenty of CEH. Yeah, you are, you've already planted your flag on uh, CH, man. Although, do you know what I learned today when I was doing Best Ball Breakfast? I did not realize how many Jarek McKinnon slappies there are out there. They're there, crazy. there were people just yeah. pounding the That's, table for McKinnon. I was like, I've missed this. Where where did you guys all come from? I mean, That's here's how the you thing. win the tournament. Right, let me tournament let me guy. give uh we're 45 minutes into the show. I'll give people a little bit of actual alpha. The Chiefs running back situation is gonna look a lot like it did last year. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is gonna play more at the beginning of the season than anyone wants him to because he has been available while Isaiah Pacheco is gonna be injured or has been injured. And McKinnon is going to be really lightly involved to begin the year. And honestly, if you, if you go back and look at McKinnon's game logs, and if you just removed, if you just didn't get to look at the touchdown column, you would be like, how on earth is this guy going in at running back 40? Because he really barely played and, and, and received no carries. So he's like a subtle person. Like, for example, if Rashi Rice turns out to be good, like if Rashi Rice is what they always wanted Hardman to be, like McKinnon is kind of screwed because the the McKinnon stuff has always been happenstance is that he was the best guy available for that job. But tossing it to the running back is like relatively inefficient compared to the other stuff Mahomes can do. So I, I think in terms of value, I, I like Clyde the best of the Chiefs running backs, then Pacheco, then McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that's why I don't mind pairing McKinnon with Clyde because I'm on the same wavelength as Davis, thinking that they're going to have each we're going to have value just at different points in the season. And you can get these. Yeah, like Clyde is going to be dead. Clyde is going to be dead mm-hmm. in the three week sprint. I don't think he'll factor in at all. But mm-hmm. on teams where you're taking Clyde, like if you have a Brees Hall team, for example, or if you have a Javante Williams team or an Alvin Kamara team, or maybe even a Jonathan Taylor team, if he really tries to hold out, he does actually he makes sense on those teams. All right, we're going to have some fun with this last pick. If you're going to stack up the Jags, you're going to miss out on all the bringbacks, and you need wide receivers, why not a LaVisca Chenault renaissance? <laughs> I mean, I've told you this. <laughs> Sam, That's how we do it, baby. Sam on Twitter was talking about how he could be the next CPAT, and I agree. I agree. Um, he, this all right, could do be... I take a sixth running back or an eighth wide receiver on this team, Peter? What's your expert diagnosis? Let's why ask him just Peter? Oh, well, Hardy is your seventh, and Curtis Samuel is your sixth, so you definitely need another wide receiver. I think you're, yeah, I think you're wide receiver. Well, my fucking picks, because people are <laughs> Puka? string snipe. Now you got, now you got <laughs> Saito Puka. I could go, I could go, I could go full slappy and take Wandale. That's how you do it. But who do you need for, like, bringbacks? I'm, I'm set. I got... I guess I, David I guess does all of his correlation through seven rounds and then doesn't I have could to take, worry I guess, about it. I guess I, I don't have, I don't have a Raven. I could take Nelson Aguilar. No Raven, no Raven. Bring back on your Miami stack. That Foreman no-no. goes in the, in the 18th round. That is crazy. Hmm. Davis is just mad that I took Visca because he was going to tack it on for his big Lawrence uh, Panthers game stack. Yeah. All right. Um, here is a strategy, especially on DK, where you have a two extra rounds. And I told Liam this on the stream. But now you're able to get Damian Harris in the 14th round. And what I've been doing. You mean Latavius Murray's backup? 
is pairing him with Latavius in the 20th round. Wow, then you're, guaran- you're guaranteed to get the touchdown yeah. guy for the Bills even either in the 14th or the 20th. You're guaranteed I mean, that, to get the the third or fourth option at the goal line uh, for the Bills offense if they have oh, to try, try fifth or sixth. Uh, no, Josh Allen, then James Cook, then Damian Harris. Then, oh, I'm uh, including I'm including the wide receivers and the tight ends. Uh, <laughs> jet sweep for Deontay Hardy. Uh, Josh Allen is not going to Deontay Deontay Hardy versus year. Latavius Murray touchdowns. Who wants to book that one with me? Davis. Look, I like the Aguilar pick. Let's just let's just both handshake meme punting it off with Nelson Aguilar and LaVisca here in the 18th round. I mean, I I I obviously if this was not on stream, I would have just I would have just gotten two two. So I'll just pretend that's two two in my head. Yeah. That's Davis, what I say. This is the most live a little team I've ever yeah. seen you draft uh, this year. Davis, I'm, what you I'm, just I'm said just is what I say it. after all my drafts. If this wasn't on stream, I would have drafted it an incredible team. <laughs> would have drafted the winner. <laughs> Oh wow! Wow! Oh, we need to uh, sound like I lived, uh, David. I took idiot. I took a spot. I think I think Musgrave thirty spots ahead of ADP is farther than you've taken anyone ahead of ADP. Dude, that was living a lot. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> little little Luke little, Musgrave I mean, in the thirteenth. My team my team looks a lot better if it's Jalen Hyatt there and any tight end in the next round. But or Mingo, and then you could get Musgrave the next the, literally the next round. Davis, the Musgrave. As an uncorrelated second tight end, 30 picks ahead of AP, where you're not building out anything with the Vikings, when you know you're going to be able to get Taysom Hill or a bit like, it's just like you just want the number on your exposures to go up for Luke Musgrave. That's literally yes. the only No, literally, yes. You, Peter, you did. You solved it. You solved it. I want I want number go up on Luke Musgrave exposure. That's I'm literally the same way right now with J.K. Dobbins. I'm literally clicking him in every draft because I want the number to go up. Yes. That's that's literally that's literally all I'm doing, and you know what? It's fine. People my, people people want another draft, Dave. They want another draft. My main exposure goal right now is to just draft as many teams without Tyquan Thornton as possible, so that he doesn't so show up number, when I post number. my top fifteen wide receiver screenshot. I can't have <laughs> that. Box. I love He's, I love that Sean. I love that Sean a month ago was like Pete. We got to take him at like the nine ten turn here. Like we can't we can't risk someone else getting him. And then and last week we're taking like, Devontae Parker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But oh. now I'm I'm trying to um, draft. Like he's free now. Like freer than free. Who he could Taekwon? be the guy you need? Yes. Well, if he is, yeah, then I mean, we have packed our bags. Yeah. Many times like he over. is. He's like you need a dollar cost average. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we're dollar cost averaging Traylon Burks. We're dollar cost averaging Kendry Miller. We are not dollar cost averaging Tyquan Thornton. Okay, can you guys uh, check my? Well, actually, let's let's revisit this team. I'll present my screen again. Um, mm. Let's revisit these teams so we can service the uh, the audio listeners. So Davis, you can start with you get dealer's choice because you need it. On on whose team I get to roast? Yeah. Okay, I'll uh, I'll roast David. So David rolled into this draft without a plan at quarterback. He leaves it looking like he doesn't have a plan at quarterback. Taking Sam Darnold back true. up in San Francisco, our short king Bryce Young in Carolina, and. Will Levis's mentor and Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> he takes the big dog, 
He decides that he's really into running backs who don't catch passes, so he takes Kenneth Walker. You don't really, know. really just uh, he's he's really hoping that his Vanderbilt guy, Keyshawn Vaughn, doesn't take Rashad White's job. We all unanimously decided that Jarek McKinnon was one of the worst picks on the board, so David took him. <laughs> nothing, nothing bad to say about Ty Chandler. He lives not at all taking Cooper Cup, takes Debo Samuel six spots ahead of ADP, ensuring that if he gets to the three-week sprint, Ooh. there are 50,000 other Debo Samuel teams that are better. There's one thing we know about the Tennessee Titans. They're going to be scoring a lot of touchdowns in the playoffs, so it makes a ton of sense to pair DeAndre Hopkins with Houston, Big Dog bro. in a half-point PPR format. Quentin Johnston, again, ahead of ADP, uncorrelated. He must have been listening to a Michael Leone podcast this week because he takes Juju Smith-Schuster and Adam Thielen, just really getting it all in on 34-year-olds. Watch Jonathan Mingo <laughs> run one of the worst routes in preseason NFL history and then clicks in because DJ Shark has a boo-boo. Anytime you can draft a three-quarterback team and a three-tight-end team taking two tight ends in the top 100 picks, you simply have to do it with George Kittle and Evan Ingram. And then somehow takes Irv Smith ahead of ADP uncorrelated for reasons that I just don't. I literally cannot fathom. Why, why that pick was made what what walk me into the mind of, of you making the herb smith pick easy <laughs> i had to I had to pair him with jerick mckinnon week 17 bro <laughs> okay there we go good stuff <laughs> uh yeah you of all people roasting tight end selections okay so let me pull up peter's team i'm excited to roast Jeez. davis's team i got a lot of good uh, ammo for this one <laughs> I forgot to post my cardio club from this morning, dudes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pete goes with the 6-9 uh, buy of Jordan Love and Jared Goff. Uh, sometimes you need love. Sometimes you don't. He pairs Goff with uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, who we discussed is not worth a uh, first-round pick. And then, oh, Sam Laporta. So he pairs him with this. He brings him back with yeah, no one good. Brandon Cooks. Actually, I, I like Cooks. Um, his, <laughs> this is a hard, not a convincing roast. Actually, I can't like really that. roast that. I kind of like that. Uh, what I don't like is Ramondre Stevenson and Travis Etienne. Is oh, Etienne is it's, Etienne's like one of the best picks right now. No, he's not. Not convincing. Not very convincing, no. Dave. Well. Can I just real quick is. comment on Consigliere's comment? My impression of Davis on the videos now is my impression of Davis <laughs> doing my impression of him. That's like legitimately what it's at right now. It's short King Summer, dude. It's short King Summer, dude. <laughs> uh, Garrett Wilson. I liked the uh, the video as far as hard knocks of uh, Garrett Wilson. I'm a fan. So, Pete, I don't know if you're consuming that content. Christian David, Kurt, you are awful at this. Another Jags <laughs> backup. Jaden Reed, who I do like, Michael Wilson, I do like one of uh, one of my plays, uh, and then McCole Hardeman and Lavisca. It's not not bad, not great. Najoku, yeah, we can live with it. So I can't live really say you much take about him in this every team. single draft. The only critique no, is I don't, I don't have Watson stacked with him from you. <laughs> I don't like. I don't. I don't hate this team, but it's it's going to be like most of your teams. Um, dead in the water so, be like right. most of your team this team is actually very unlike a lot of my teams i never have this few wide receivers through through that many routes this is a very uncharacteristic team for me well where are your vikings players i don't have them dave 
because I told you you could take Ty Chandler, and there's no <laughs> viable Vikings say. wide receivers late. No bring back. All right, you go, Rose Davis, please. All right, so Davis Maddock here, and let the record show he was multi-tabling a DraftKings draft, so he had a lot going on here. He does take uh, Christian McCaffrey because he was convinced that uh, he likes a lot of wide receivers late, which afforded him this pick. Spoiler alert, there weren't a lot of wide receivers who liked late. <laughs> I should have I thought through the meta. I should have thought through the meta of drafting on stream, realizing I wasn't going to be able to get to two. <laughs> Next up, Davis took Jalen Waddle and Calvin Ridley. And the only reason he made those picks is because he was excited to overdraft Trevor Lawrence and to attack Leo B. I got them both after uh, ADP. Nope, not good yep. roasting. Yep. Uh, then Davis took Deontay Johnson because he's one of my bold predictions on the ETE show with Mike Leone. And I said he was going to score a bunch of touchdowns this year. Uh, <laughs> Then he took Kyle Pitts, uh, who is somehow his most drafted player, not because he likes Kyle Pitts, but because there's no other options he likes in this range. <laughs> Love having that kind of conviction on your highest drafted player. He then takes Rashad Bateman because, dude, you got to bring it back. Uh, Tank Bigsby, 117, after just saying Travis Etienne is the best uh, pick on the board, you definitely got to reach for Tank Bigsby. <laughs> in that case. That takes Rashi Rice uh, because Davis read about Martingaling in a textbook and we're just going to do it all over again. <laughs> then he selected Kenneth Gainwell, who Elliot Shore Parks calls the best running back on the Eagles, despite Davis saying that Elliot Shore Parks is the worst beat reporter in the entire league. Davis then selects Curtis Samuel because he's desperate for wide receivers. Only selects him because uh, he said Sean Siegel uh, liked him. He heard that on a podcast. But we did skip over the real coup d'etat here. Luke Musgrave uncorrelated 30 picks out ahead of ADP with far greater positional leads because he wanted to see his Luke Musgrave exposure go from 8% to 8.4%. <laughs> we then took Deontay Hardy with no New England correlation, no Josh Allen to be found. <laughs> Because he watched a stream with Kitchen and uh, Liam, apparently. Also took Taysom Hill because, dude, just re remains a total smash. Uh, and then lastly, crowdsourced. 11% Luke Musgrave. It was worth it. It was worth it. And then Davis also said, I don't have a Ravens bring back. You already had Rashad Bateman, but he still selects Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> The Nelson Aguilar pick is so bad. The Nelson Aguilar pick is so bad. Not getting any sleep and doing two drafts at once maybe isn't ideal. We have Davis. I I think you and I have like just reversed course. Like you are, uh, you know, week two for me of drafting. I just had. If, here's the thing: if your draft strategy has no backup when two two gets taken, it might not be a particularly good draft strategy. Your backup was Puka, and then he went. <laughs> he just ripped it up and threw it away after oh, Puka man. left. Uh, Peter, this is why you have 15k subs. Um, and again, if people want to leave a comment on here, they they can. But um, are we going to get your overzets overview once the season starts? 
yeah, that that was your Overzets overview for today. It was an improvised yeah. roast of Davis Maddox team. But yes, once once the season starts, Overzet overview, you know, in solidarity with the writer strike. Uh, I know you guys have tried to replace me with AI and various scabs, yeah. but uh, no, I will return with some Overzets overview. Okay. I think it will coincide with Tuttle being back on the show. That's I was been about to say, yeah, congrats to Tuttle for um, you know. Again, we all have personal accomplishments. Tuttle was being there while his wife birthed number five as far as their 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 boys so tuttle's got a starting lineup right now and if you're thinking he is at home just taking care of the baby i have seen him in the college football projections channel asking about backup running backs for vandy so uh fella is still just grinding um and so we wish all the best to the Gasper yeah, family. grinding, grinding, but not grinding hard enough yeah. to draft yeah. a best ball team Different. with us. So, apparently, so not Different. grinding hard enough. Different sort of grinding than uh, what we've been talking about. And I am starting to uh, worry about better collectives like vacation and paternity policy. You guys are, you know, grinding total down to the nub right after nope. giving birth. Sosa nope. was on here producing no. from vacation. No. I mean, what's going on over there? Rovell? Sosa can Drovel. tell you. Sosa can tell you because Bella had a kid last year right before uh season started. You get like six to eight weeks paternity leave. It is a very, very good wow. uh thing for people having kids. But and Tuttle, I guess Tuttle just had to experience it because he already had four before like the you know paternity leave thing was a, a thing and he's like well, i wonder what it'd be like and then <laughs> he's here just grinding college football projections so shout out to him also releasing the second episode or second newsletter for cavish today it mm. is the nfl um viewing guide and let me just say for those that of you that space isn't very saturated so i'm glad I'm glad you're getting in there. What, you know, the, no the one really space? don't have newsletter envy just because yours lasted two and a half editions. <laughs> I got, I got, I just I got, have to I make mean, mine three. Got, mine got kiboshed. Yeah, I just got to make three editions to beat Davis. And well, I got to, I got to, I got to get a new logo done for it because I can do it as like a lifestyle type thing, but I got to get it. This new is logo. what mine is. Mine is a lifestyle type thing. So I'm going over. Um, for people I wasn't, that don't I wanna... wasn't making a joke about the existence of the newsletter. I was making a yeah. joke about you writing like a 2003 era Bill Simmons column about NFL viewing scheduling. It's not about the viewing it's scheduling. Very, it's very, it's, it's a... very page two of you. <laughs> it's, it's about how you're going to watch everything. Right. This that's, year. Yeah. Do you know, do you want, do you know why I think kitchen's newsletter is going to make it is because I believe kitchen wasn't that supposed to be the first post right that was going to be the debut post but then you yeah. postponed it because there was breaking yeah. news with getting hurt and that's what a real journalist does they get to yeah. the most important thing you knew that was more evergreen that that could wait a you, week am i correct you pivot you pivot and i already have yeah. over 150 subscribers just 25 waiting. of those came from me dave i'm checking the beehive recommendation <laughs> numbers you got to pull <laughs> your weight on mine you've only sent I me 14 let's get you are gonna you and uh mr hansen are in this this edition of the uh the newsletter uh and davis was in last edition so trust me the tree is alive and and is, well are uh, you claiming liam on your tree liam is claiming liam on my tree so <laughs> <laughs> 
so that's like the inception of us doing each other's impressions and liam is claiming himself on yeah stage. well it's like Which it's is- like really liam liam is part of peter's tree and right. peter is part of your tree so he's a great and i explain this to to liam because liam's like do you have any new people i'm like no, really it's just like there's no one new it's just the branches that are on the tree now have their own branches and so it's just the shape of the tree the roots have been set so we're good there liam self-grafted yes liam and corain self-grafted well and um, you know what liam's a good one to get part of your tree because you mentioned like you aren't really talent hunting anymore you yeah. just said you kind of but liam <laughs> liam will literally bring on he's anyone not talented anyone yeah. liam will bring, bring on anyone i mean dave just did the show like anyone <laughs> don't say that don't say that because tonight he's got uh hayden winks on there and then uh at the end of the week I, or next week tmr is going to be the like literally the biggest guest in fantasy has liam launched his august only best ball site yet dude Liam, <laughs> Liam is grinding, dude. He's also doing the thing where it's like, there's breaking news. Let's fire up a stream to like react. I know. To we, I, did, I, I hopped on a stream with him the other night at like yeah. eight o'clock at night, yeah. he's and still, he's been on for I, an hour. Can you say grinding Grinder. though? When like he still has like the default intro, the you know the <laughs> he does the does he do the thirty countdown twenty nine twenty eight. 27. I don't know if you say grinding. There's so many things. The thing is, the thing is, is I know Liam is rich enough to pay someone to take care of all this stuff for him. And I don't know why he doesn't do it. I was, because he's too worried about his picks now, but no, it was a, it was actually a really fun show. So, um, that we did, you want to check out that. I have two streams bookmarked that I need to check out. It's, it's Liam and kitchen. Yeah. And I also have the currently unlisted, uh, ETR man versus machine DK draft with Leota, Leoti Silva and, uh, Levitad that they, took I need down. to check that out too. It's I why don't they take it down. down. <laughs> because it was a drafting, disaster. drafting with, <laughs> drafting with Silva. Uh, so Peter, the night before you and I are streaming next week for the prime time, I have yeah. our yearly, uh, bros stream with Silva, Reeves, JJ, and Thorman. And what it's 50, 50, if Evan is going to show up, obviously, but then when he does, it's just so like drafting with Evan is hilarious because he just, he doesn't care, man. He's just fire. takes. He's like f- fourth round, Alexander Madison. Like we good to go. <laughs> you know, like he just doesn't, it's the best. Oh man. Um, all right. So Peter, did you put out a new stereotypes video? Cause I haven't seen it. If you have. Yeah. Although it's the new stereotypes video. It's like my mom saying, how are your little sketches? Uh, yeah. do it. Yes, there is. No, a new yeah, I see. Yeah, what, the, what the hell, Dave? That was very dismissive to our boy. It was kind of no. slightly condescending. It's not condescending. It's just like how dude perfect. Like this is how they really launch their brand in orbit is they they're stereotypes of different but some people aren't stereotypes. There might be two people who are on screen with me right now that are just represented directly as who they are. <laughs> well you hey Dan Zach, you want to do the take cast? That I is exactly what the stereotype is. Take cast, yeah. <laughs> I I literally just asked him. It would be a good listen. It would be a good bit. <laughs> All right. Yes, Kitchen. Um, Please go watch the Best Ball Bros video. You and Davis uh, feature uh, predominantly in this. I, okay, I couldn't figure out one of the characters. Who is the character? The screen is pointed down on him. You have like the red and blue like flannel shirt. Who is that? Oh, th- he, that's the that's the weather bro. The weather bro. Okay. All right. Which is a new like you know some characters you know hold over 
each year. This year we introduced some new ones. We got the DK bro, we got the weather bro, and we did the uh, the Southern troll. Um, were new characters this year, and then a couple. I characters. thought I thought we were gonna get a vaccine died suddenly joke from from uh, from Southern Charm guy. You didn't quite get there. You know, there's a there's a phrase <laughs> where they say you're supposed to treat your audience uh, like uh, like poets and and scientists. You know, I, I was trying to give these guys credits, even if they're a Southern troll. You know, I try to give them a little bit uh, the benefit of the doubt. Okay. <sighs> All right. I can't open my. Um... DraftKings team on uh, this tab. You were drafting a DraftKings team too? No, 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 no. I wanted to get your opinion <laughs> on my $250 single entry uh, team, but we'll just have to wait on that. So, Did you get Deshaun Watson? Um, I did not. I got Waller oh, and Daniel Jones. For. Got Waller and Daniel Jones. So I'm just Waller and Waller and Daniel Jones is just a poor man's Deshaun Watson, David and Joku, Elijah Moore, Cedric Tillman, Donovan Peoples Jones stack. Cedric Tillman's still free. Who's your favorite oh, Jets bring back? Randall Cobb? Hardeman. That's it. All right. Um, final thoughts, Davis. You know, just uh, if you're in a draft with me, please stop taking wide receivers shorter than 5'8". Just leave them for me. I just, you guys saw what just happened to me when Tutu got stolen. It's it's just, it's, um, you know, it's harassment. Okay. Pete? We just don't know, guys. We just <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I will say uh, thanks to everybody that has tuned in this offseason. We've got one more week. And what I would like for this week to be, we've got to figure it out. I want a blindfold draft. I want it. It's been so easy. We can blindfold. But it's going to require someone helping to actually draft this team. Um, so I don't know how we're going to do this. But that's what I want next week to be is a blindfolded draft where we can't see anything. And all we can do go is by the servicing. Are you sure you didn't watch Best Ball Brunch? Where are you getting these ideas, Dave? What what is this bit? I said this. I said this back. Did Best Ball Brunch do this? <laughs> you gotta watch to find out, Dave. Sounds a little kicky. I did this as a randomizer prompt three years ago with Josh Hermsmeyer. Uh, I remember the show because I did blindfold and he tried to guide me to make the pick. It was awful for one pick. So how you plan on executing this for an entire draft is. This um, bare knuckles ripoff. I, I think that's that might be what it is. Gretch told me about a draft a few years ago, and it's yeah, where it's you don't have FFPC. You don't have any cheat sheets. You got nothing. You just names. You're just names. And so um, this. Yeah. How are I we going to do this on Underdog? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So maybe it's we're doing it on one team. And I've got Devin in here who's drafting for us, and we're all blindfolded. I will um, definitely I'm... use one of your bullets to do this. Okay. It's fine. What yeah, if, uh, how about this? How about this, Peter? How many best ball manias do you have left? 19. How about, well, this probably is not possible for you, but I thought, what about if next week you and I do our 150th, both on stream? I have to figure out like my timing with everything. So I don't know. I don't think I'm what I want to do is like, um, like a, a mega stream, do like six yeah. or seven sure. and then okay. save my one fiftieth bullet for as close to the it filling as possible. Basically. 
but we i mean we got eliminator now there's there's a lot of shit we can uh weekly winners yes you just throw out people all right um we went extra long today which is okay sometimes it's okay to be extra long so um i hope everyone enjoyed it everybody was serviced and we will see you next time here on the swole cast on rudder peace Thank <laughs> you.